This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Freaks, it's Friday, June 25th, 2021. Coming up on the program today, Vlad has phone sex with a three-testicle pedophile over the sounds of a low-battery smoke alarm. Plus, introducing the maggot-loving Blowfly Boy. And pop star Nima is hot in his cunt. All this coming up today. Believe it or not, there are actually some people who want to get the AIDS virus. The name on the street for some of these people is bug chasers, and the virus itself they call the gift. Guess it's true, I'm just looking for a one-night stand. But I have just one strange demand. Are you infected with HIV? I don't want you to leave until I get your seed. Will you give AIDS to me? Because I'm bug chasing. Shoot your paws load into me. Will you give AIDS to me? You might think that I'm batshit crazy. It's simple. You're you're nuts. You're insane. But all the popular guys have an STD. So I went to a bareback party. Got tossed around like a tumbleweed. <sighs> Will you give AIDS to me? I need a gay man now. Because I'm Full bloom AIDS. I've got the lowest self-esteem. Hey, Will you give AIDS to me? Man for man seeking a dominant man or to lick my stinky button, crack open my filthy festering man cunt, and deposit your HIV infected kids into my snails. Breed me. Fill me with your disease, pretty please. I would post that on Craigslist. Well, now I have HIV. You have completed me. My T-cell count is falling. You can say goodbye to me. Bye-bye. Spreading AIDS are into having it, are into blood, are into all this, and it is totally depraved. Thank you for giving AIDS to me. Well, I got AIDS, but other than that, I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> it's the Distorted View Show with Tim Hansen. Come Breathing in semen from the air does not get a woman pregnant. LOL, laugh out loud. I suck a little dick. Suck a little crack. 
right, Tim back here with you one more time as we end the week with the Friday show. So sorry it's being posted a little bit late today, but I hope you enjoyed the best of show I posted earlier in the a.m. You know, you, you do so many of these stupid shows and you, I forget all the stuff that I talk about. I had no idea we featured Joe Exotic shortly before the 2016 election, and I actually endorsed him for president of the United States. He didn't win, but we certainly got more Joe Exotic in our lives a few years later. Everything has sort of become trashy. Even our most sacred institutions. Like, government is trashy. Politicians tweeting just the nastiest stuff to one another. Then there's the news, which kind of uh, used to be a dignified thing. Walter Cronkite and Dan Rather and stuff. Now that's a bunch of gutter talk. They just get guests on that scream at one another. There's Rachel Maddow and Tucker Carlson and Sean Hannity who are on the news, but they're not real. They're not news people. They're opinion hosts. And that's pretty much all the cable news channels are now, right? And it's continuing to seep. I remember growing up, I saw, um, uh, what was it? CNBC. We got CNBC, I think, in the 90s on my local cable station. I was like, what the hell's this? A new NBC channel? And I was like, this is the most boring fucking shit. It was like, you know, it's it's the business news channel, CNBC. Who watches that, right? Then Fox News came out with a, uh, you know, a similar channel, Fox Business. I figured like, oh, these channels don't have to be interesting. It's just uh, businessmen, like stock people watching the channels for information on mergers and upcoming stock splits and shit. I've got like a 30-second clip here from Fox Business. They're kind of talking about stocks, but the host eventually calls his guest a little bitch. Because not everyone sold AMC at five bucks. Well, then Some people held on they to wouldn't it. be complaining, would they? Well, they might be complaining. Rich people Why complain you all the complain? time. You're rich you and you complain a lot. Of dollars because you held and then they go make fun on Twitter of somebody you sold. That's not how would it you, works. They're parting on their yacht. Would you would you step up? Would you step up for these people, Dave, and try step to help them you're now? You're making get no these sense. You're, be, you're I'm being trying, I'm trying to. No, I'm not being. You're being a little bitch. Listen, would you stop up for these people and go to Gary Gensler, go to Gary Gensler and say, help change the rules. Jesus. Every, everything is pretty much like full contact sports now. It's a competition where you want to fucking kill your opponent. By the way, the guest's name is David Portney, uh, Portney or Portnoy. I don't know who he is. It appears he's a guest because he's some sort of stock expert, but I don't know how knowledgeable he really is. Would you ask Gary Gensler to change the rules? Could you ask, could you go to war for these people? Could you ask for the rules to be fixed, the playing field to be leveled? Who's Gary Gensler? He's the chairman of the SEC. All right. Well, to be fair, you wouldn't expect a little bitch to know who the chairman of the SEC is. I'm not even, so Dave Portnoy or whatever, he's like the founder of Barstool Sports. I don't know what that has to do with stocks, like, He's on Fox Business discussing stocks. Makes no sense. Continuing with our society's downward spiral into the toilet. I like to think I'm a big part of that. Many years uh, ago on the show, we read uh, that story, Blowfly Girl, which is supposedly a real-life tale of a girl who was sexually attracted to maggots. She would uh, find herself in 
dumpsters, scooping maggots uh, and pushing them up her twat. She liked the way they felt wiggling in her snatch. Well, I think I found the male version of Blowfly Girl. I found Blowfly Guy. You should try to hook these two up. All right, so I've got uh, Blowfly Guy's tail right here. He says, I've let my love for bugs spiral too far. It all started when I was 21. I was on a college gap year, and our church missions went to Rwanda. I wanted to study the Rwandan genocide. I had a keen interest in history and the justice system. Rwanda was quite developed, actually, until I was brought on a tour to see areas of Rwanda that went through severe, and I mean severe, trauma. Story's already getting hot. There's not enough porn that's centered around genocide, I say. I found my fetish. Anyway, I was taken to a little clay building on the outskirts of a village. I noticed that there was a strange stench when I entered. There were four large wooden tables in the building, and piled up were clothes. Blood-stained clothes. The clothes of the slain villagers. I inched closer to one of the piles of clothing, and there were flies circling a, a small black thing. Apparently it was a dead bird, and there were maggots coming in and out of the bird. The smell of death was rank. From the decaying dead bird to the smell of old blood from the piles of clothes lying on the tables in the baking heat, I felt extremely disturbed and traumatized. That night, I couldn't sleep, and I... Here we go. I couldn't sleep, and I kept thinking about the people who were slain, and I just had to rub one out. Isn't that the expression, rub one out for my homies? Pour one out. Ah, same difference. Uh, that night, I couldn't sleep, and I kept thinking about the people who were slain, but despite the sadness surrounding the sacrifice bird, I kept focusing on the maggots in my mind's eye. I remember seeing the maggots jiggle in and around the bird and then filter onto the garments. I began to see the faces of those who died during the genocide come to my mind. All in all, at the end of my trip in Rwanda, I left the missions coming home contemplating whether God was my mission as I couldn't feel him so near anymore on that trip. When I came back to my birth country, I sunk deep into a depression. The traumatic experience stirred in my mind and every single night I had dreams about maggots. By the way, short digression, I had another crazy dream last night. Now, you may remember my last dream involved um, killing raccoons and putting them on a pizza or something, putting them in an oven and baking them in pizza. I don't know. This time I ordered mentally retarded cats. <laughs> Should you not? This is my dream. I ordered, I ordered cats in the mail that were deformed and they were alive and, and that's how they were shipped to me. And the whole point was I was going to kill them. I was going to slaughter the cats and feed them to dolphins. Now, I'm pretty sure the dolphin thing had to do with a recent podcast. We talked about dolphin sex, but I, I don't know why I was... I don't know why these... They were Down Syndrome cats, by the way. I get the cats out of the box. I'm looking at them. They've got the big fucking foreheads, and I start crying in my dream. I'm like, I can't kill this retarded cat. It looks so sad. It's so messed up. I mean, I should put it out of its misery, but I can't. What does that mean? Why am I always having dreams about killing animals? That's fucking serial killer behavior, isn't it? When you, when you just start torturing animals? I don't know. And now back to our main story. I just had to get that off my chest. All right, so uh, he went to his church therapist. He says, of course, your church therapist is not a qualified practitioner. In my poor mental state, he asked me to do what he called immersive therapy. 
He would bring in a bucket of live-feeding maggots and place them on my body as I lay frozen in fear on the massage therapy bed. This immersive experience was meant to cure me of my trauma and phobia. In a way, it did. One day, mid-maggot therapy, I felt one of those low rascals make its way down my shorts. I lay on that bed in shorts as a way of healing. Skin-to-skin contact was my greatest fear, my therapist said. As he lay back to relax in his chair and read his book for the half hour, I felt those little guys wriggling as usual. But this time, the one that escaped down my shorts made its way to my penis. And guess what? He began to enjoy the sensation. I felt my penis grow bigger and I felt embarrassed. I was too scared to jump up and knock the maggots off my body or the therapist would look up from his book. So I just ejaculated in my shorts. A big wet blob of splooge made its way shooting out of my jerking body and my therapist looked up. I was so embarrassed, covered in maggots and the what I'd say was a now dead maggot in a sea of my man juice. The therapist seeing my red face said, don't worry, that's normal. Nothing about this is normal. Don't worry, it's normal to have maggots crawling all over your body and you ejaculating because it's so fucking hot. I I see this day in and day out. Like, what type of church therapist is this? Anyway, that's kind of what set this guy off, right? When I got home, I looked up on Google about maggots and sexuality. I bet you he found the blowfly girl story. Maybe an episode of Distorted View Daily, too. Well, he decided to uh, start experimenting. He found a slug, and uh, he put it on his dick. As I watched its slimy body move over my ball sack, I felt like I had just been licked by a fat-tongued female. I let the slimy creature venture across my junk like the hills of Dakota. As I ejaculated, wow, he comes a lot and fast. As I ejaculated, I was careful to miss the little guy, but it must be magic because the slug sped up in pace and appeared to suckle my seed. I began to explore more with different bugs from snails to roaches, spiders and moths. I tried a lot of insects and bugs. Last week, I was in a motel and found a roach, so I picked up his little brown supple body and asked him, did he want sex? Like, he's just gone totally fucking insane. He's talking to roaches now, going on dates with roaches. I always ask the bugs for consent. They will consent. If you place the bug near your crotch, they will walk away from it or they will uh, will run towards it. It's up to them at the end of the day. The best thing about bugs is that you don't have to wear a condom, except if you're having sex with a mosquito, you could get malaria. Other than that, it's all safe fun. Believe it or not, the horniest of bugs are actually the maggots. They will not rest until you come. When you come, they wriggle, like as if in orgasm. They can feel your vibrations. My biggest dream and my biggest sexual fantasy is to have sex with a bumblebee. I haven't tried it yet. I've wondered, would eating sugary food beforehand be good? And would my pre-cum lure his little fuzzy body in? Now, some of you may say, well, this is just a fake story, Tim. This is just a piece of fan fiction. Or this guy is trolling. Well, he's also included pictures. Pictures of uh, worms and slugs and maggots on his dick. Not just on his dick. In his dick hole. Many maggots. Like, sort of peeking out. It's almost like a bouquet of flowers. That is what we're dealing with here, freaks. I'm going to post the pictures in the Discord. 
it'll most definitely be in the not safe for, for work channel. Uh, so if you're not a member of the Discord yet and you want to see some maggot on cock action, you know what to do. First thing you do is take a hard look at your life. But if you really, really, really want to see it, uh, join our Discord. All right, uh, let's move on. Oh, I have a great video here of a courtroom freakout. I had to learn the backstory here, and unsurprisingly, this comes from our most fucked up state. Florida. Our most fucked up state. Every day in every way. A foul-mouthed Florida man who threatened to kill a judge. Well, he was sentenced to 20 years in prison. Uh, And in addition, he also received a 10-day sentence, which doesn't seem like that big of a deal when you're already going to serve 20 years. But okay, he uh, received an additional 10 days in jail for a series of expletive-laced outbursts that nearly led to his mouth being duct-taped shut in court. The previous judge uh, ruled against him in a child custody case. That's what, what started all of this. So this guy's upset because his kids were taken away from him. Uh, here he is. I think he's refusing to be sworn in. No, I'm not. I'm not under oath. I raise your right hand. I want to swear you in. Instead of raising his right hand, uh, he just gives the judge the finger. I'm not under oath. That's a bad finger. I didn't appreciate that. But go ahead. I'm going to swear you in. So you're going to threaten me like you did the other day? He's on the Threaten you to participate here. No, you huh? threatened my life the other day. Thank you. I am not under oath. This is being done unconstitutionally. Y'all took my kids unrightfully. You won't allow my witnesses here. Oh, it should be noted that this is not the trial. So not really the time for witnesses. I think uh, his the charges are just being read to him at this point. You won't allow my paperwork. Y'all took all my court paperwork. And when the, when they all come in here, I'm going to say the same thing. So let's bring him in. Quit wasting my time and bring him in so I can tell him the same thing. He was Quit sworn. wasting my time and bring him in. Holly, make sure you take down what I say. He was sworn in. On no, I was not sworn in. Yes, I've sir. never been sworn in this court. Bring the camera back. He's making this up. I can't believe this guy lost his kids. I came here respectfully before you even started acting like a little rich What was the judge acting like? A rich bitch? A rich prick? A rich fucker? Oh, I hate those bleeps. Thankfully, the rest of the video is uncensored. Um, um my daddy owns the building and I look like a fucking idiot, huh? <laughs> Brought you dressed today, you little fucking prick. You want to fucking take my kids from me and act like that? Fuck you and that fucking bitch. You loud with me? Is that what you're going to do? No. Well, then do it again. Come on. Shut the fuck up. I'm trying to think over here. <laughs> He's the only one talking. Fucking on bitch. On the road this time. At this point, he's taken back to his cell. That hearing was uh, less than productive. He was very uncooperative. Let's fast forward to the trial. I'm sure he'll be on his best behavior then, right? I think the judge is trying to speak to the jurors right now. Give them uh, instructions, and uh, let's see how the accused is handling that. We talked about this before. Mr. McCarty has chosen to voluntarily absent himself as opposed to... Oh, yes. Uh, I forgot to mention this. So uh, he said he didn't want to be in the room during the trial. You know, His reasoning is this whole thing is a sham anyway. It's unconstitutional. So he's in the next room over. 
watching a video feed of the court proceedings. The issue is the walls are very thin. <laughs> so he's yelling, and everyone in the courtroom can hear. He can watch and hear what we're doing, and I'm going to allow him to confer with his attorney at the critical moments. But he's just, he's just abs himself. Later on, the judge actually has to tell the jurors, even though he's in another room and he's making a lot of noise, you you can't use that against him when deciding this case. You have to just go by what's presented here. Um, Thus far, don't perceive anything negative about about this man screaming. Next door, incoherently. He has a voluntary right to be here, which he's been given. And he has a voluntary right. I, I have to think the jurors took this into consideration, right? It, it crossed their mind. Well, this guy is, is absolutely insane. You are perceived not to that. You were here to do the two things that I asked you to do on Monday. This guy's not doing himself any favors whatsoever. He was found guilty, by the way. Duh. All right. Uh, a couple more random clips before we get into the news. I found this kind of funny because I've done this before, too. Trying to sing a song when you don't understand the lyrics. I've got a, a French guy here, a Frenchman, uh, attempting to sing Eye of the Tiger by Survivor. You all know that song, right? a very classic song, right? Um, Here's the issue. This French dude does not know English, and uh, he's just sort of winging it. He's he's doing his best singing Eye of the Tiger. This reminds me of when we were playing those Motley Crue in concert songs, like Vince Neil not even attempting to form words. It's, it's like all gibberish. For the glory. I mean, some of them are, some of these words are English. Glory, I made out. Here we go. if he just heard this song several times and he's trying to mimic what he heard or if this is like a karaoke situation where he can see words on the screen in English. I understand he can't read English, but you can sort of try to pronounce what you're seeing. It doesn't sound like that, though, does it? Okay, I think we all got the idea there. Thank you, Frenchman. I've got a short clip here from a Zoom class. I always hated, like, the first day of class or even um, at the first day at some of my jobs where we would all get together during orientation and we'd have to introduce ourselves, tell, tell everyone about who we are, and then 
an interesting fact or, you know, what we did over the summer, an interesting talent you have, something like that. I hate team building exercises. I hate those get to know your coworker games. You know, I'm there to work. I don't care about any of my coworkers. I don't want to share anything about myself. You people aren't interesting to me. Let's all just try to get along, shut the fuck up, do our work, and go home. None of you are interesting. At least that's the way I used to feel until I learned the fun fact about a student in a Zoom class who was forced to participate in one of these get-to-know-you exercises. I play golf. Okay, boring. I play golf. Uh-huh. I am five foot ten. Okay, that's just that's more of a stat than something interesting. Five foot ten. And I'm uncircumcised. All right. Well Well the teacher just doesn't know what to say here. About a 10-second pause. I'm not sure that's appropriate for class, but... Why not? I think it's better than stating your height. I mean, we can all see how tall you are. His dick is concealed for the most part, unless there's a slip. Or, you know, he thinks he's logged off of Zoom and begins to masturbate Jeffrey Tubin style. Not all of us are going to be able to witness his majestic anteater. Thank you so much for sharing it with the class. Finally, before we get into the news today, pop star Nima is back with a new music video, and it's as perplexing as ever. The song is called Hunter Knows You, and in the video, pop star Nima is dressed up like a schoolgirl, yet he didn't bother to shave his hairy belly or chest. It's mildly disturbing. He is uh, on his knees on the teacher's desk. Oh, yeah, this takes place in a school uh, room, of course, uh, and he's gyrating. Hunter, in the song, uh, Hunter Knows You, I, I believe Hunter is the teacher, and pop star Nima is sort of like dancing for him. I'm going to provide a link on the show notes today so you can actually watch the video. It's something you have to see, but there's a, a couple lines that I thought were pretty good. Hunter knows you. Yeah, he knows you. Again, it's important to note that uh, pop star Nima is a man, a grown ass man. Nima and the teacher, Hunter, have sex in the teacher's car. Professor Daddy's so hot. His face is so hot. That's my favorite part of the song, where she's just say she, where pop star Nima is singing "Hot in the Cunt." I'm hot in the cunt tonight. Hot in my cunt tonight. That should be the name of the song, quite frankly. Again, if you want to check it out, you can search for pop star Nima on YouTube, or I will provide a link on the show notes today. By the way, I think this might be, might end up being Popstar Nima's most successful music video. It was posted just a few days ago and has already racked up uh, over 650,000 views. So congratulations, Popstar Nima, you freak. And with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist to the fucked up news. If you like to 
Distorted View Daily, please consider signing up for the Sideshow. That is DV's member site, where you gain full access to the entire archive of programs, 16-plus years of stupidity, thousands and thousands of past shows right at your fingertips. More importantly, every week we do brand-new Sideshow-exclusive podcasts, typically two times a week. This week was no different. Uh, We did Sideshow-exclusive episodes on Tuesday and Thursday, and they were a lot of fun. Again, if you get any value out of Distorted View, maybe that's the wrong way to put that. I don't know if anyone's getting value out of DV. If you get anything out of DV, please consider signing up for the Sideshow. All major credit cards and PayPal accepted. Oh, best part, it's very inexpensive. Only $6.99 a month, even less when you opt for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or even a lifetime membership. Again, superfreaksideshow.com. Thank you so much to all of my Sideshow members. They are the reason this show is able to continue. Other ways to support DV, we've got a Patreon account, patreon.com slash distorted view. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there, and every little bit helps. This is how I make my living, so I'm not above virtually begging. Any shred of dignity or shame, that's been long gone. I need you to feed me. I'm basically your little charity case. Please, sir! Could you spare a few queen? I'm a shoving out and in, in, in hungry. I need my squeaks and bubbly, yeah? I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I'm sorry. All right, three very quick stories now. First up. I'm so enthused about the news. I'm so enthused about the news. Or time is. enthused about the news today too what do we have first up here chris brown is accused of more domestic violence i'm so enthused yeah maybe i'm not so enthused about this first news story in march chris brown had another top 10 hit on the billboard hot 100 oh really i didn't know he was still pumping out the hits aside from the hits on women's faces Well, now the Grammy-winning singer was accused of hitting a woman during an argument at a Los Angeles residence, according to multiple media reports. For more than a decade, Brown has been repeatedly accused of violence against women. The most high-profile incident involved his former girlfriend, Rihanna, who became a poster child for domestic abuse after Brown assaulted her the night before the 2009 Grammys. If you remember, a, a photo of her bruised face was leaked to TMZ, Brown pleaded guilty to a felony assault charge. You and me moving at the speed of light to eternity. Tonight is the night to join me in the middle of ecstasy. Feel the melody in the rhythm of music around you. Oh, 
you think's more painful? This poor woman getting hit in the face repeatedly? Or my singing? <laughs> I think I know the answer to that. I'm so sorry for doing that to you. In 2017, Brown's ex-girlfriend, actress, oh boy, Karuchi Tran, probably butchered that, obtained a restraining order against him after she said he threatened her with violence. And then in 2016, a woman accused Brown of threatening her with a gun inside of his house, though he was not convicted. Brown has also been accused of assaulting a woman at a club and at a park. I mean, how many times does this guy have to get in trouble before we officially cancel this asshole? In 2019, Brown was accused of raping a woman in Paris. He was released without charges. Brown's reps have yet to comment on the latest accusations against him. Before Brown assaulted Rihanna, he was one of the hottest acts in music with a string of hits on the Billboard Hot 100. I think I only know the one I just played forever. While public sentiment turned on him immediately following the assault, he has maintained a fan base and continued to sell records. The repeated accusations against Brown suggest that he has not reckoned with his abusive behavior. His continued success suggests neither has the public. Brown's most ardent fans, dubbed Team Breezy, have consistently defended him and suggested he's the target of racial profiling. Yeah, this is racism in action. It's sad that in this day and age, a young black man can't give 12 or 15 women black eyes without fearing the wrath of the justice system. She spilled my coffee. I'm sorry, sir. You fucking bitch. I'll bring a little coffee. How do you like this? Oh, that never gets old. Second story we have for you today. This one comes from Kentucky. Kentucky's getting international attention for a recent five-day party billed as a redneck rave. Dozens of people were arrested or cited. Blue Holler Off-Road Park. What the hell's a holler? I've heard that before. Like in like in southern states, yeah, down in the holler. I don't think northern states, I don't think union states have haulers. This is going to bug me. I got to search for it. Hold on. Um, the, what the fuck is the mountain eagle? What is a holler? Recently, a woman from up north said on Facebook, my mom was from Letcher County, and I want to know what a holler is. Oh, okay. Here we go. The most common answer was that it's a valley between two mountains. A holler has a head and a mouth. The head is as far as you can go, and the mouth is where the creek runs into a large stream of what? What? A holler can have houses... Oh, it's supposed to be like hollow. It's, it's just like hollow. The hollow. There's a hollow. I've heard of hollows before. It's basically like a valley. Okay, great. Thank you. Now that we've solved that mystery, uh, we can read on here. Blue Holler Off-Road Park in Edmondson County hosted last week's event that organizers said would feature mud, music, and mayhem. It featured mainly mayhem. There were reports of a man's throat slit, a woman choked in a fight over a blanket, a man was impaled on a branch. 48 people were charged, 14 arrested, and others were injured in a list of bizarre accidents at the five-day festival. In one of the strangest incidents of the music-themed rave was a man whose throat was slit by a friend, in quotes. The questionable pal is still at large. Uh, Edmondson County Sheriff deputies arrested a 29-year-old man for strangling a woman in an argument over a blanket. The man denied doing it but the woman's neck showed signs of fingerprints and pressure. 
Other accidents include a man who drove a vehicle over a two or three inch long thick log and ended up with it piercing his abdomen. (laughs) When it tried to come out through his back, it was stopped by a steel plate in his seat. Edmondson County Sheriff Shane Doyle said the man was transported to the hospital with the branch still inside of him. Another man lost part of a finger when a car crushed his hand. The event had thousands attending, which overwhelmed the sparsely populated region. The town where the event was held doesn't have a traffic light, and the county is a dry county. Not that weekend, it wasn't. When deputies set up a traffic stop outside of the event, they made an arrest on the first stop, finding meth and marijuana during a search. Two of the passengers had active arrest warrants. We were like, well, this doesn't bode well for the weekend, said the sheriff. There were six felony charges in total, and 30 of the charges were on drugs and alcohol. 63 traffic citations were also issued. A Facebook post on the group's page called the event a huge success. Another redneck rave is scheduled in October. You know, Cincinnati is super close to Kentucky. Maybe distorted view should be there. I will be murdered. The Post said, we can definitely improve on a lot of things to make the one in October run a lot better. Uh, We're listening to all your suggestions. This was the biggest event we've ever done. And with as many people and random things that popped up unexpectedly, sliced off fingers, logs impaled in people's abdomen, stuff like that. You know, I feel like we handled it all very well. Well, there you go. Congratulations on a successful redneck rave. Final story we have for you today. What the hell is going on at Subway? Ever since its spokesman was arrested for child porn, Subway just can't catch a break. It's one thing after another. Accusations that their meat is fake. And then some country like Ireland said that whatever the fuck they're making their sandwiches on can't be classified as bread. We did some tests on it. It's got like, I don't know, it's made purely of sugar or something. And now the tuna. If you guys enjoy a Subway tuna sub, I've got news for you. You ain't eating tuna. I've had the tuna sub before. It's not really my go-to. I'm more of an Italian BMT guy. But for years now, I've been staying away from Subway for the most part. However, I am a bit concerned because uh, here in Ohio, and I don't know if this is a sub that is offered everywhere. They call this a local favorite. And supposedly it's only offered uh, at, at certain locations, right? It's called the uh, the Seafood Sensation. I don't know if it's completely discontinued at this point or if you can still find it like up in Ashtabula, but it it seems like a bad idea. It sounds like something you should never order from Subway. It's a creamy seafood concoction left out all day long, heating up to room temperature. It's a bad idea, right? So uh, Subway seafood sensation consisted of a blend of crab meat and Alaskan pollock. So they say. There's questions now as to whether there was even any tuna in the tuna sub, right? So if Subway's too cheap to put tuna in a tuna sub, what are the odds there is really crab meat or Alaskan pollock in the seafood sensation? It's gotta be like fucking ground up turtles or something. After a class action lawsuit was filed against Subway back in January, alleging that its tuna was fake, the New York Times has launched an investigation on whether the allegations were true or false. In the article, journalist Julia Carmel or Carmel wrote that she used commercial labs that could test a sample of tuna from different sandwiches 
across California subways. So this wasn't just from like one subway store. He went to a variety, bought tuna subs at all of the locations, and then uh, had the lab run some tests. This is a lab, by the way, that specializes in fish testing. For about $500, the lab would conduct a PCR test, which would make copies of a specific DNA sample, and this test would show if Subway's tuna included one of five different tuna species. After more than a month of waiting, the results came in, and they weren't great. The lab told the journalists that there were two conclusions. Either the meat was too heavily processed to be identified, or there was simply no tuna DNA to begin with. Now, I would have to think the the most likely explanation would be the first one where it's super heavily processed, maybe to make it so that, you know, the tuna can be kept for longer, a longer shelf life or something. I don't know. Subway's not happy with this claim or the, the testing. Subway said in a statement to Business Insider, a recent New York Times report indicates that DNA testing is an unreliable methodology for identifying processed tuna. Processed cheese. So good it makes me drop to my knees. No, that's processed cheese. Not We're talking about tuna here. Although I'm sure Subway's cheese is processed too. This report supports and reflects the position that Subway has taken in relation to a meritless lawsuit filed in California with respect to DNA testing as a means to identify cooked proteins, the sandwich chain said. DNA testing is simply not a reliable way to identify denatured proteins like Subway's tuna, which was cooked before it was tested. Why didn't Subway say at any point that uh, the substance that they're claiming is tuna is actually tuna? It's fish. That's what, that's what they should come out and say. That's what everyone wants to hear. According to the Washington Post, the class action lawsuit filed in the U.S. District Court for the Northern District of California alleged that based on independent lab tests of multiple samples taken from subway locations in California, the tuna is a mixture of various concoctions that do not constitute tuna. Uh, the plaintiffs are suing Subway for fraud, intentional misrepresentation, unjust enrichment, and other claims. Also, they argue they were tricked into buying food items that wholly lacked the ingredients they reasonably thought they were purchasing. So really, both literally and figuratively, the jury is still out on whether the, the tuna is actually tuna at Subway. One thing's for sure, though. The cheese is processed. Processed cheese. So good it makes me drop to my knees. Processed cheese. Dairy farmers love the cows. Oil, water, cheese. Wow, processed cheese. That's the day Tim Henson acquired an auto-tune program. Can you tell? That, my friends, is your distorted news for Friday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. Again, so sorry the show was posted a little bit late today. Hope you enjoyed the uh, the best of show. There are many ways to contact this very program. Just email me, show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media, at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook.com slash distortedviewshow. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, we've got that Discord where all the freaks are hanging out, and uh, you can now check out pictures of worms and cockholes. What a treat. I'm sure that'll really juice up the numbers of people joining the Discord. There's a link on the main navigation bar over there at distortedview.com if you would like to check that out in chat. Uh, all right, let's check in with a few listeners here. 
Hey, Tim and Tesor Trash here. Just listening to the Best of show on June 25th. <laughs> um, I'm on hour 60 of my work week, and um, that's irrelevant. Uh, you sound really dead inside in this Best of episode. Was everything going okay back then, or like, what was up with that? Um, 16. Anyway. Well, it was right before the elections, and that was kind of a depressing time for everyone, right? Good day. Call me. Let's see. Let me listen to some of my voice. Uh, Tim here. I am running a bit late today. Well, that's me explaining why we're not doing a show. Hit play, and they're greeted with, I want to have sex with a dog. I want to. Well, that sounds like me. A dog to. That sounds like high energy, Tim. Anally penetrate. I want to have sex with a dog. Let me screeching. That doesn't sound like I'm depressed, does it? Hold on, let me fast forward through the show. Carry a firearm, especially on my own property. That's used to Joe this. Exotic. I would constantly be laughing at the poor kid. So she's looking down at her boobs, right? She can't look at, at her tits at the same angle. I don't know. I don't hear it, man. I think I sound fine. I think it's you. I think, you know, you're tired. Stop projecting. My high-energy charisma always shines through every single episode of Distorted View Daily. Fuck you. Next up here, I believe... I, I think I can tell what's happening because I have one, two, three, four calls in a row, all from the same area code. It's gotta be Vlad. It's gotta be Vlad calling the party line. Maybe. Caller, oh, dial yep. <laughs> Go ahead. You're connected. When done, hit the pound sign. That's the pound sign. Say hello. Hello. Hey, Big Daddy, how are you? Again, for those of you who are new listeners, that girl you hear on the uh, on the telephone is not really a girl. It is DV listener Vlad pretending to be a girl. It's insane how convincing that is. Good, how are you? I'm so fucking good. So tell me about you. I'm 6'5", tan all over, 225, brown hair, curly. Uh, blue eyes. Come on, let's get to the cock. Mustache and beard, and a big cock. How about you? You sound really hot. I have a big cock too. Did you say there was something special about your balls? Yeah, I have three balls. I was born that way. So holy shit! I come, I come a lot. I mean, it just doesn't drip out; it shoots out. So you actually have three testicles? Yes. That is fucking insane. I would love to see a picture of that. Well, I, I can arrange that if you get me off. Mm, definitely, definitely. So, like, is there, like, two and then one in the middle? There's three all across. Like, one, two, three, it's, like... One scroll. You know that desk toy where, like, uh, you lift up one end of the... They're, like, a bunch of balls on a string... And then you lift up one balls and they all start clacking together. I wonder if he can do that with his testicles. And three balls. Yep. Is it comfortable? I have a big scrotum. What? Is it comfortable? It sounds what? Like Is that your smoke? When, alarm? I, get, I, think when I, I get horny, I have to masturbate a lot. I think I hear your smoke alarm chirping, maybe. Baby, I would give you all my cum. <laughs> First of all, I don't know if that's necessarily true. That, like, if you've got three balls, it means that your jizz shoots out. 
with incredible force. Like, you know, your balls are just producing too much cum. I bet you have a lot of cum. I do. And because he has three balls, when he gets horny, he has to masturbate. When you were a kid, did you play sports? Yeah, I did. And it hurt. Played baseball. Was it uncomfortable? Yeah. Are you masturbating right now? God, he just he wants to get to the sex part, and uh, Vlad here is just fishing for other information. Oh yeah, I'm I'm rubbing on my wet little bacon hole. <laughs> How old are you? Seven. I'm 28. You're hot. How big are your tits? Mm, double D. Oh man. You like the suck cock? You know it. You only have one cock, though, right? <laughs> yeah, only one cock, 12 inches. 12 inches. Oh, oh my bull God, incredible. shit. Like, the chances of meeting a man with a, with a 12-inch cock are like, I don't know, like one in a thousand, probably. I think I just heard that fucking smoke alarm, too. The low-battery smoke alarm. Where do you live? It's amazing that, like... It seems like a lot of men with, like, really big penises called this line because, like, yeah. everybody I talk to. No one's under eight inches on the party line. It's, like, eight inches, nine yep. inches, ten inches. Like, like everybody's one percenters. It's amazing. Yeah, and all the women have big double D tits. Where do you live, baby? I, I, live, in, um, I live in Moscow. Fuckerville. Moscow. <laughs> Deborah. De- Deborah from the Church of Deborah would always say she's from Bockerville. And every and the guys would be like, "Oh yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it's not too far from me." <laughs> like, there's no Buckerville. Buckerville's a made-up place. Hey, big daddy. Sorry about that. Um. So, like you said, you're 69. Did you take it in the ass, lady? Oh, I take it in every fucking hole I have, like including my belly button and my ear and my fucking nose. Oh, Vlad missed an opportunity. He should have been like. I have five assholes. I was born. I was born with a cloaca. Like just like really, you know, something that would complement his three balls. Oh god, I'd love for you to sit on my face. I'd love to eat you. Oh, no. I get fucking freaky. So how old are you? Sixty nine. I'm fifty nine. No, mm, really. I thought you said sixty nine. That's cool. Mm. I want to fuck you bad. Oh my god! I hear that <laughs> smoke alarm again. Yeah. Mm, it's really, really dangerous. I can tell that you like to live on the wild side. Yeah. I not, do. I'll pay you. I'll pay you to fuck me. Not changing yourself, really. Yes, really. No. I love dangerous sex. Where do you live? Fuck you! And your house could explode at any moment. I live in New Jersey, but I can come to Idaho. Mm, Moscow, Idaho. That's right, Moscow. Um. What was it? When was the last time you had a cock in you? Mm, it's been too long with this fucking pandemic. Fuck. I'm practically a fucking, you... I'm practically a virgin. Thirty-eight double D. I told you. Oh my god. Nice big milkers. Have you ever heard of few <laughs> cow play? Like where women, no. where women dress up as like cows and get milked and like treated like farm animals. Really. Mm-hmm. It's pretty, pretty intense. But what's the, what type of freaky shit do you like to get into? And besides, like, what's your name? My name's Todd. What's yours? Todd. What's my name? Mm, I have lots of names. Um, 
So tell me, Todd, what's the freakiest shit you ever did? The freakiest shit I ever did? If I tell you, you'll hang up on me. I will Oh, no. It's got... What do you think it is, freaks? Pedophile shit? I mean, nine times out of ten, it's like, I'm into young family members. Some bullshit. Not. I promise. You promise? I promise. Yes, yes, yes! I fucked my 15-year-old daughter. I knew it! It's always pedophile shit. So predictable. Well, let's see how Vlad, or Vlad's alter ego, handles the situation now. <laughs> What's more offensive? Really? Bang in his 15-year-old daughter or that goddamn smoke alarm? Mm, that's totally fucked up. I bet that... It is, isn't it? And you're calling that freaky and not criminal? It sounds more <laughs> criminal to me. She beat you out. Yeah, he's just going to ignore that. What's that? She would eat your pussy. How old is she? She's 19 now. What are you talking about? You're 69 years old. What? You said you're 69. How could she I'm 59. She's 19 now. 19? That's pretty fucked up. That's daddy's little girl. There's like you know, a 50% chance, maybe even a a greater chance that this is just a fantasy. He didn't really do anything with his daughter. But isn't it even like a fucked up thing to say if he really has a daughter? You know what I mean? He can't really have a kid. Are you there, Three Nut Todd? (laughs) I'm here. Oh, baby. So are you naked yet? Yes. Yes, I'm naked. I'm shaking my cock. There's pre-cum coming out. Where are you right now? Right under that smoke alarm, it sounds like. Todd, after we're done, I need you to go get a 9-volt battery and fix that fucking smoke alarm, okay? Sure. (laughs) I love how obsessed this girl is with the smoke alarm. A woman after my own heart. Great, and that's fucking fantastic. Doesn't that bother you? Come on, make me come. Doesn't that smoke alarm bother you? (laughs) No. No, not at all. Come on, make me come. That's fucking crazy. Let um, me come. I'm not really in the business of servicing pedophiles like Todd. But oh. if you oh. <laughs> she's like she's like, I'm not in the business of talking to pedophiles or getting pedophiles off. And he's moaning to it. He just he doesn't care. You can say anything. I'm gonna call the cops. Oh my god! I'm gonna shoot you in the fucking face. I'm gonna watch you bleed out. Uh, uh, Coming. Such a fucking weirdo. Like what the what what is wrong with you guys? Oh my god! Yeah. Wow. Wow. That was a big one, huh? There's no way he's going to stay on the line, right? Yeah, fucking... you're a slut, you fucking whore. You're a fucking weirdo. <laughs> wow! What a way to end the call. Like, what an asshole. You're a fucking slut, you bitch. <laughs> like, you just told me you fuck children. <laughs> wow, that's how guys handle the uh, party line. Pumped and dumped. Awesome work, Vlad, as always. 
And good job bringing attention to that smoke alarm thing. I think he will get a 9-volt battery now. I think people just um, forget about it. Like, it becomes white noise, that 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 constant beeping. They don't even uh, notice it. And uh, now that you brought it to his attention, maybe it'll start fucking bothering him so he does something about it. Good God, man. All right, uh, that is all the time we have on this edition of the show. I really do seem more upset about the smoke alarm than the whole pedophile thing, but... The pedophile, it's just so common on those party lines. Doesn't even phase me anymore to hear from a pedophile. All right, that is all the time we have on this edition of the program. Watch you guys email me. Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you, 206-666-4463. That's 206-660-GOD. Is it oh god? And I'm uncircumcised. Spread the distortion. STD. Tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to rate us and review us wherever you can criticize podcasts. Guys, thank you so much for a great week of programs. I'll be back on Monday to do it all over again. Until then, bye, everybody. This has been another excellent podcast from the Scrod Media Group. Learn more at scrod.net.